Welcome to Mindful Moments of Mars. Mindful Moments of Mars is an audio experience that uses the writings of Edgar Rice Burroughs to explore mindfulness. Um, I'm going to give you a, a thought to ponder on, and then I'll read some of The Chessmen of Mars by Edgar Rice Burroughs, and then we'll return to the thought and we'll see uh, where we're at with it. Prince Harry Windsor, is that his surname? I don't know how that works. Um, Manbatten? I don't know. I don't know what kind of surname he has. Prince Harry of British royal family fame has been promoting his new book, which is called Spare. And in the promotional material for this, he is quoted as saying, During my life, I have literally and figuratively worn a lot of hats. Let's take, uh, let's take that thought and hold it in our minds. And now let's read some of Chessmen of Mars. And to like to fight, they must know how to fight, he said. For no man likes to do the thing that he does not know how to do well. Or that some other man can do better than he. And so always there will be wars and men will fight, he concluded. He, he concluded, said the narrator in his normal voice. For always the men with hot blood in their veins will practice the art of war. We have settled the great question, said the girl, smiling. But our stomachs are still empty. Your panthan is neglecting his duty, replied Turan. And how can he, with the great reward always before his eyes? She did not guess in what literal a sense he spoke. He spoke both literally and figuratively. I go forthwith, he continued, to rest food and drink from the ancients. No, she cried, laying a hand upon his arm. Not yet. They would slay you or make you a prisoner. You are a brave panthan and a mighty one, but you cannot overcome a city single-handed. She smiled up into his face and her hand still lay upon his arm. He felt the thrill of hot blood coursing through his veins. He could have seized her in his arms and crushed her to him. There was only Gek, the Caldene, there, but there was something stronger within him that restrained his hand. Who may define it? That inherent chivalry that renders certain men the natural protectors of women. Hang on, Edgar Rice Burroughs. Um, he could have just grabbed her and, and pulled her into himself, but he didn't because of chivalry. He didn't assault her because he was too chivalrous. That's Anyway, listen, you are a former royal prince or current prince. I don't know what the situation is there. Stripped of a title. Is that how I listen? I, I don't have any strong opinions about um, I've, I've seen very little of the crown. Um, I, I don't know a great deal about uh, all of that business. Well, I know I know plenty. But I don't have any strong opinions. Well, I guess I do have some strong opinions. I don't have a particular strong opinion about um, 
Harry of of the Windsor House. Um, uh, but imagine, put yourself in his shoes. Put yourself in his in his many hats. Um, you have been paid twenty million dollars as an advance for an unknown number of books that you and your wife will produce for Penguin Random House, I believe. And $20 million. And the first book is coming out. The first book, and one would imagine the main book that people would be interested in reading. So I wonder what the later books will be if if they do come to pass. Um, And you're asked by your publisher, who has given you $20 million, to say something that will make people be interested in the book. And you, you, you say, okay, well, I'd like to mention how I've worn many hats. And, and they, they would think, oh, yeah, figuratively, yeah, you, you have worn many hats. And that's an aspect of your life that people would be quite fascinated by. You know, the royal aspect and the celebrity aspect and the military, you know, all these different hats, figuratively that you've worn. And and then you say, yeah, but, but also, also literally, I've worn many hats. I'd like to make it clear that I've worn many hats, both figuratively and literally. And I imagine your publisher would say, why is that something you want to tell people? Why do you want them to know about how many literal hats you've worn? Um, well, not not specifically. You're not telling them exactly how many hats you've worn in this statement, but you're indicating that it is a, a large number. And what, why is it that you would want to let people know that? And you, Harry, would would then explain that you feel that that statement. There's two reasons that that statement draws people in and makes them want to know more about the story. The first is that you have taken on many roles and done many different things in your life and that would be fascinating to many people and and uh, you have a unique perspective on the human experience and the second is that you've literally had many different pieces of headwear on your head and that that is something that is worth mentioning I find that quite interesting. I find that an interesting way to promote a, a, a volume of text. To say, I have written a volume of text and I'm trying to encourage you to read it. And in it, I will tell you about my complex life experiences and also in passing, it's not clear whether this will be focused on in the book or not. I have worn many hats. Literally, I find that to be quite a fascinating uh, decision to have made in the promotion of this volume of text. And I look forward to seeing, uh, I don't intend to read it, um, I, I will read a review. I, that is my commitment. Um, and maybe I'll even mention it here on Mindful Moments of Mars. So that's that's the thought that I want to, to explore today. Also, in the middle, we had um, Gek being very chivalrous in that he didn't just grab um, uh, Tara. 
something within him, something, some strong sense within him of chivalry to decide not to do an assault. So um, hats off, many hats off to Gek. Um, no, it wasn't Gek, sorry, it was Turan. Turan. Gek, listen, Gek is a fan favourite. Um, if Gek wrote a memoir, what would, I, I, you know, he would say, I have both literally and figuratively rode on the necks of many Rikors. And I think in that case, I think I feel like that's going to draw people in because a, you know, Gek is talking about he's had different experiences in his life. He's been a loyal subject of Lud. He's also been the assassin of Lud. He has been the first Caldene that we know of to have a love of music awakened in him. These are different figurative Rikor that he has ridden. Um, but he's also ridden about on lots of different headless humanoid creatures. That in itself, I feel like there's an interesting element to discuss there. You know, when, when switching from one to another... Does he does he form any kind of light bond with them? Does he recognize when he's ridden on a Rikor before? Is it like riding a horse? Um, or is it purely, uh, is it like getting on a train and you're not the type of human who recognizes different trains? And I know that there are many such humans. And and I, the last time I was on a tram, I noticed there was a, was it a tram? Yeah. There was a little sign up that said, if you see any antisocial behavior, text this number with the train number and the carriage number and the description of the antisocial behavior. And I feel like in the moment where serious antisocial behavior is happening, you would primarily be aware of one of those three elements you need to describe. Um, you know, you can, the metadata of the message will take care of when the event is happening. Your description of what's happening We'll, dis we'll cover the description of what's happening, but train number, carriage number. Um, I feel like you would have to ask the antisocial behavior doers to just halt for a moment while you consult an almanac and gather this information. Um, this is off topic. Um, let's take a breath.